Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, good morning. This is Judy. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Judy. Hey, good morning. How are you? Doing great. Good. How are you? Good. That's good. That's great. That's great. Hey, good morning, everyone coming in and coming on. Uh, it is another great day, and uh, we are uh, we are we are on a quest to figure out how do we listen to God, right? How do we discern God's voice? And so I want to say thank everybody for coming and uh, joining us today. Uh, Deacon Jones is on. Hey, Deacon Bellamy is on. Sister Ford, good morning. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, I see hearts going up for Periscope. I got some thumbs up and hearts for Facebook as well. Appreciate that. Hey. Sarah, good morning. Sister Portia, good morning. Crystal, good morning to you. Hey, Sister Felicia is with us. Minister Blunt is on. Cheryl. Cheryl, what's going on? Hey, Peanut, good morning. Hey, Trina. The Shepherds, good morning to you guys. Karen Mills, Anderson, thank you for joining us today. Uh, so Cynthia is with us. Good morning. Good morning. You guys see I'm trying to do this makeshift, right? I was trying to get into – I'm still out of town. I couldn't get outside. There were people out there, and then there were people in the other room. It's crazy. So this is this is like legit mobile ministry. Hey, Stacy. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Sister Monica. Good morning. Hope you're having a great summer. Sister Cheryl in Richmond. Good morning to you. Carol, what's going on in New York? What's going on, Joe Green? Minister Carmen Scoggins. Good morning. Hey, Wisdom. Good morning. Hey, Cuz Charlotte. Glad you are on with us, Sister Yule. Good morning. Hey, Coney, I love bacon, too. I'm not sure why, but I like bacon. Bacon is good. Hey, Wani, good morning to you. To Laura, good morning. Good morning. Listen, we are, we are, uh, we, we're in this new journey. We're trying to figure out how do you hear God's voice, right? Things are good. That's great, Carol. I'll tell Mr. Lucas, I said, what's up, too? Um, yeah, we're trying to figure out how do you hear God's voice, like with all of the voices, with all of the ideas in the world, uh, with so many differences and uh, so many, you know, what, what what I consider to be authoritative voices, how do you know God's voice? Uh, Bobby Foreman, hey, good morning to you. And so this is actually just day two. Hey, Unvow, the bugs, good morning. Reverend Jay Barry, what's going on, bro? Oh, I'm sorry about that, uh, Stacy. I think it's on replay, maybe, maybe, but we're glad you're with us today. We appreciate that. Come on, let's let's jump in. Let's jump in. There are a couple of uh, a couple of titles we've been playing with, so I don't have an official title yet. Uh, just but short typing, I put listen, so we can run with listen for a while. I was thinking about the silent sound of success, um, SOS. Right, we talked about that. Uh, maybe um, maybe can you hear me now? Excuse me, I'm not sure. Both of those are kind of low on the type, and so just for you know for this, if you're looking for what we're listening for. Uh, the title we're going with is just listen. So this is Listen Day 2. And today's actual title uh, for our time together is Look for the Sound, right? Uh, we're talking about discerning God's voice and how you hear it because there are so many voices. And I think one of, one of the ways, right, one of the ways that you can actually better discern God's voice is you have to look for it. You got to actually look for uh, the voice of God. Uh, James 4 and 8 says, uh, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. All right? Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Uh, Jeremiah 29 and 13, that's the one I want you guys to write down. Jeremiah 29 and 13, somebody write that down. 
uh, Jeremiah 29 and 13. Hey, Reverend Phyllis, Reverend Stacy, uh, James 4 and 8, that's the first scripture. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Uh, look for the same. <laughs> Ms. Monica, I love it. She tried to make it an acronym like we just did for the 40 days. She put listen and then look for the sound. But look, that's, that's it, Jeremiah 29 and 13. It says this. It says, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me. And remember, uh, oh, I'm sorry, one more time. You will, uh, you will seek me and find me when you search for me. You, you guys remember when Moses uh, was, uh, was, was being called by God? It, it's a really interesting story because Moses is watching over these sheep somewhere in the mountains. And while he's watching over these sheep somewhere in the mountains, he sees a burning bush, except the bush is not being consumed, right? It's on fire. It's clearly burning, but it's not being consumed. And, you know, we're trying to figure out well, how is this happening, what's going on. And, and what's more attracting than the bush that's burning is God starts speaking through the burning bush. It attracts Moses. And, and here, here, I think, um, here I think is our, is, is our learning, learning point for today. Now, one of the ways that we start the process of hearing God's voice is we have to look for him because when you look for him, you can hear him. It's, it's a crazy connection. I don't, I don't quite get it yet, but when you look for him, you can hear him. It, it's almost like uh, you, ever, you ever been looking for an address, right? You're driving down the street and you're looking for a house address. You're looking for the numbers on the street. Are you looking for the numbers on their mailbox or, or are you looking for the numbers like on the actual house? And for whatever reason, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, hey, Stacy from Chicago, for whatever reason, while you're looking for a number, you turn the, whoa, you'll turn the volume down on the music while you're looking uh, with your eyes. It's, it's a crazy connection, right? I'm not sure what the connection is between looking and listening, but there is one where when you're looking for the address, you turn the music down as if the loud music stops what you see. Well, the, the opposite is also true. The opposite is that um, in order for you to properly hear, you've got to start looking. Um, you ever been in a conversation with someone and they weren't looking at you? Like the whole time you were talking to them, they were texting, or you were talking to them and they were looking away, uh, you were talking to them and they were doing something else. It, it happens to me a lot. Uh, you know, I do it sometimes. I'm guilty of that. You, you know, the problem with that is you feel like the person isn't listening because they aren't looking, right? What you want is their full attention. You want them to turn and look at you, to read your lips, to stare in your direction while you are speaking because, uh, you know, for us, there is some connection between looking and listening. And the same is true with God. You know, what, what is true with God is that if we're really going to hear his voice, we have to go looking for him, that, that you have to pay attention to the places that he's speaking from. Uh, you know, that, that's the theory of it, that Moses was able to hear God's voice because he went looking for something. And, and maybe, hey, what's going on, Luce? Good morning. Uh, Chris just came on from Cape Town, South Africa. What's on, Chris? And and maybe maybe the challenge for you know for us in discerning God's voice is that we have already preconceived and predetermined what God can speak from, where God is going to speak, and who He's going to speak from, 
so much so that we're no longer looking for different places for God to speak to us, right? One more time, let me, let me say it again, that, that maybe the problem is we've already predetermined who God will speak from, where God will speak, and, uh, and we miss God's voice because we aren't still exploring or looking for new places. Moses does not get God's voice in the sanctuary only. He didn't hear God's voice from, you know, the licensed preacher, pastor, bishop, apostle, evangelist. You know, Moses heard God's voice from a burning bush because he went looking. And maybe, you know, maybe maybe uh, we miss God's voice because it's not always packaged in what we, you know, what, what we perceive to be a godly voice or a godly person or a godly place. Maybe God is speaking through some unusual people or some or in some unusual places, and we haven't been able to properly discern the voice because it didn't come in the package. So, you know, so today, uh, you know, if you try to figure out well, how do I hear God's voice clearly, how do I know it's God speaking? Well, first, uh, the first step. And again, this is a long process. We're gonna have a, a, a number of weeks talking about it. The first thing you want to start doing is looking. You want to go looking for His voice. You you want to um, you, you want to look at things that are unusual. And when you see things that are unusual, God will say something that is extraordinary. Right? When, when you see things that are unusual. You will start to um, you will start to hear things that are extraordinary. As long as let, let me be clear, I love the church. I I'm probably one of the few people who still authentically love the church. I know it's not perfect. I know churches don't get it right all the time. I know there are some corrupt churches. I realize uh, that churches, uh, you know, the churches have their own challenges. But I love the church. However, the church is not the only place that God will speak to you. Or maybe for some of you who haven't been to the church in a long time, maybe the church is a place you ought to go back to. Look, when Moses starts speaking, or when Moses starts listening to this burning bush, the first thing the burning bush says is take off your shoes because you're on holy ground. Holy ground isn't always the sanctuary only. Sometimes God creates these sanctuaries on our jobs. Right, there's some unusual things and people on your jobs, and God may be trying to speak to you in those places, but it hasn't happened. Uh, in um, in maybe I think the first chapter of uh, of my book dealing with delay, I I talk about this moment while I was in the doctor's office, and while I was in the doctor's office, clearly wanted to hurry up and leave, never want to be there long. Uh, you know, always got other things to do, and rarely do they take you at the time that they say they're gonna take you. Right, I'm, I'm sitting in the doctor's office, and uh, while sitting there dealing with delay. I read a sign that says, patient, wait here. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, the sign, while I'm trying to rush, while I'm trying to move fast, while I'm trying to move quick, it says, patient, wait here. Now, it's saying, you know, like I am a patient. Y'all got it, right? It's saying all of the patients that are in the waiting room, you wait in this place. But when I read it, I heard God. I heard God say, um, you must be patient. And you have to wait here. You see what I'm saying? It, it was for me a burning bush moment. It was a moment that God was speaking to me in a place that wasn't the sanctuary, but it was still holy ground. And, and I think, I think, I think that God, who is, which means He's everywhere at the same time, I think that God has a way 
of sneaking himself into some very familiar places to us. Uh, he's sneaking himself into some of the places that we go to often. He's sneaking himself, you know, into the conversation of people that do not necessarily wear clergy collars. And when he does that, he's really trying to speak to us. But we might be missing it because we weren't looking for him. Look, James says, draw near to him, and he will draw near to you. And, and today I want to challenge you. I want to challenge each of you. I want to challenge all of us, myself included, to start looking for what we're listening for, right? Start looking for what we are listening for. One more time. Start looking for what we are listening for, and somehow God will bring both your, uh, your listening and your looking into alignment where you are much better able to hear his voice. That's the goal. Father, I thank you. Look, I thank you today. I thank you because uh, today, God, you're challenging us. God, you are growing us. You are maturing us. You, you, are, you are calling us to a place of a maturity uh, where we have to really start looking for how you're going to speak and listening for how you're going to speak. As a matter of fact, God, I pray today that you open up our spiritual eyes uh, so that we're better able to discern where you're speaking and who you're speaking to, who you're speaking from. God, we want to be like Moses. Uh, we, we want to be called into our purpose. We want to uh, be the people you use to help others. We, we, want to be, we want to be in a place, God, where while others may sometimes call it sacrilegious, others may miss, you know, what you're trying to say, that, God, we're so in tune to you. We are listening so intently that we hear you through unfamiliar places. God, I, I pray now that you have your way. I thank you for each person who tunes in, who watches on replay, who calls in a conference call, who's with us doing our, our our podcast, so much so that, God, when they hear this, whenever it, it becomes life-transforming, that it's not just time watching a broadcast or tuning in, but, God, in this moment, you touch our hearts and speak to our spirit. Be with us today. Speak to us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, hey, you guys, have a great day. Have a great day today. And uh, I, hope you, uh, I hope you see the sound of God, right? Oh, maybe that's it. I hope you see the sound of God, SSG, maybe. I don't know. I'm still looking for a title. But until we get a title, today, go look for what you're listening for. Let you guys have a great day. Be Thank blessed. You. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Pastor. All, All right. right. Thank you, Pastor. You too. Thank you, Pastor. Have a good All right. Day.